The following is a hoop ball presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, David Williams. This is Hoop Ball Grizz, and we are back for another post game. I say we. By we, I mean me. I'm rolling solo tonight. The Memphis Grizzlies fall to the Los Angeles Lakers in what is not really a big surprise. The Grizzlies really needed to execute in order to uh, to win this game. Started off pretty well. Did not end so well. LeBron James turned it on in the fourth and just led the Lakers to victory. Final score, 108-94. to Grizzlies fall to 2-4 and four on the season. But let's look at this box score, run through some numbers here. We had some good stuff, definitely good stuff in this game. Um, Dylan Brooks did not shoot the ball that well, but he was doing a great job of facilitating tonight. Um, you know, a lot of times in losses – we get hung up on negatives. What you know? What happened? What could we have done better? This and that and the other. I'm not going to dig into that a whole lot tonight because the Grizzlies, with the injuries that they have, they're not supposed to beat this team. It is the NBA. Any given night, any team could beat the other team. Their NBA talent. Anybody that's on the team could have a a, a night where they just blow up or the other team has a bad night. Whatever the case may be, any team can beat any team on any given night. Unfortunately, that night was not not tonight for the Memphis Grizzlies. Kyle Anderson had 18 points, four rebounds, two assists, and he turned the ball over three times. Tyus Jones, 14-5, three and a steal. He shot the ball really well tonight. He was 6 for 11 from the field, 2 for 5 from 3. Dylan Brooks told you he struggled. He was 3 for 15. He had 9 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, and a block. He also drew the uh, the short straw of having to shadow LeBron James for the majority of the time that he was on the floor. And LeBron didn't really, you know, he had 9 points going into the fourth quarter. Scored 13 in the fourth to, to end with 22 he had a, a good game. You know, he, he was, uh, I think, two assists away. Hold on, I can look that up. Two assists, yep. Two assists away from a triple-double. But Dylan done a great job. Dylan is a good defender. I say that all the time, and I will stand by that. He has to learn how to do better with fouling. He really didn't get into foul trouble in this game. The last few games, he's looked a lot better. He's kept up the defensive intensity and stayed, for the most part, out of foul trouble. And that is growth. That is what you like to see. You can see him struggling, though. You can see Dylan struggling on the offensive end because defensive no are our defensive strategies are game planning for him. They know that he is he's the guy on offense right now, and you can see his struggle. So there's not going to be anybody on the team that is going to be more ready for Ja, Jaron, and Justice to get healthy and get back out there. One thing I don't understand about tonight, DeAnthony Melton was there courtside. He didn't play. He wasn't on the injury report. To me, all signs of that, hey, he's uh, he's pointing toward playing. And he didn't even see the floor. Maybe it's a game shape thing. Maybe he needs you know this week of practice to try and get back in a little bit of shape before he gets back out there on the floor. I I mean, 
We got uh, the Lakers again on Tuesday. The Grizzlies have the Lakers again on Tuesday, so he's not going to get a whole lot of time between the two games. Maybe he comes back Tuesday, but I don't know why he was not on the floor tonight. Going back to the stats, Brandon Clark, 8.7 rebounds, a block. JV, six straight double-double, 14-10, an assist and a steal. Desmond Bain, 13 points, one rebound, two assists and a steal. Gorgie, 5.7 rebounds, four assists. Xavier Tillman made his regular season debut. He had six points and six rebounds. That was a surprise. You know, he was listed um, questionable heading into this game. And that's the that's the thing. With the Grizzlies front office, you don't know. They're so tight-lipped. Um, like, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors whenever it comes to this. Like, especially injuries. You get generic, oh, you know, just... We don't know when they're coming back. And then, you know, tonight, here comes Tillman. He's back. Welcome to the welcome to the league, Tillman. Glad you're here. You look good tonight in the minutes that you played. 6.6 rebounds. 3 for 3 from the field. Strong start for him. I, I look for big things out of him. I think that uh, he, he's another guy, especially for a big, he's another playmaker. And I think that that's an underrated part of his game. And for you fans that that uh, that don't know about him, that have not really went back and watched film, that's something to watch for. Tillman was a great playmaker in college, and I don't see any reason why that can't translate to the NBA level. He's a great passer, or uh, you know, for for a big man, you know, he's not a guard level passer, but he he's a great passer for a big man. Has good vision. He's going to be a good playmaker coming off the bench for the Grizzlies. And I think that he'll be a nice piece for this core moving forward. John Conchar, he uh, product, another productive night from him. Four points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals, one block. Conchar is the new Mr. Do-something. He's out there doing something. A little scare at the end of the game. He came down on somebody's ankle. He stayed on the floor and looked like he was trying to walk it off. But that's something to keep an eye on. He may miss Tuesday's game with a rolled ankle. Um, there's no injury report right now. Uh, I'll be keeping an eye out. If I see anything, I'll definitely tweet that out for you guys to see. But he came down and he came up, uh, came up limping after landing on somebody's ankle. Grayson Allen, struggle busting, coming off the bench, three points, no rebounds, two assists, one steal, one for six from the field. Don't know. I I don't know what's going on with Grayson. He will see his minute shrink if he doesn't put it together. Desmond Bain is being too productive to keep him off of the floor, even when everybody comes back. When everybody comes back and Desmond Bain continues to play the way that he's playing, and that's easily, easily possible for Desmond Bain to continue this level of play Grayson Allen will probably see his minutes go down significantly if he doesn't start to produce. It's uh, it's kind of been this way with him, though. You know, since he's been with the Grizzlies, it's either feast or famine with him. It seems like we don't get an in-between. We either get somebody that's out there knocking down shot that's shots and being productive, or we get this type of performance. And... It wasn't from bad looks. He had two 
two shots for sure that he was coming off of a screen and he was wide open curling out to the top and he just flat out missed him. And he had one close to the end of the game. I don't know if it got blocked. I don't know what happened, but decent look and he shot it off the side of the backboard. So something is not right with him. Guess we'll see. But my prediction is if he does not turn around, Desmond Bain is going to eat up those minutes. And to be honest with you, I'm completely fine if Desmond Bain eats up those minutes anyway because Desmond Bain is going to be good. He's going to be in the NBA for a, a good long time, barring any injuries. He can shoot the ball. He can facilitate. He does all the right things on defense. He is, you know, like 6'6", got the negative wingspan, so that kind of a little bit of a knock against him on that, but he does the work. He he gets himself in the right positions that the negative wingspan is not really going to have that much of an impact on his game. He's still going to be productive. I'm going to go back to him, actually. I'm going to pull up his stats here. He shot the ball eight times tonight. He was 5 of 8, 62% from the floor, 3 for 4 from 3. Looking good. The Grizzlies front office, King Kleiman, as uh, Mr. Sane likes to call him, King Kleiman continues to prove his genius in his drafting, taking guys like Tillman and Brandon Clark and Desmond Vane. He's just shooting like he he's knocking it out of the park right now, man. He he just you take a chance on some of these guys, you're not gonna bat a thousand all the time. But he's doing pretty good right now. You gotta be happy if you're a Grizzlies fan and you see these guys that were drafting and you're like, okay, you know, we we get Brandon Clark last year Honestly, the steal of the draft, the production that he brought to the table. And he's been a little little bit rocky so far this season, but he was phenomenal last year. And he's turning it around. He's got his bounce back. He's starting to look better from the inside. His jumper still looks awful. It's still bad. I'm not that concerned with it. I think that that gets better with reps. I think that's what it's going to take. I hate to sound like a broken record, but he's got to get reps in. It's a new form, and it's not natural. When you change something like that, it's going to take some reps to look comfortable, to look fluid. He shot a three tonight and missed it by a country mile. Looked terrible. I hate that it has affected his free throw percentage because he was a positive on the free throw, and he, he was a guy that you were confident he was going to knock him down. And so far this year, he, yeah, I don't know. I'm not confident that he's going to knock it down, not even a little bit. The the This game was not a pretty game, but one thing that the Grizzlies leading up to the last two games, one thing that has been a knock on them is their defense or lack thereof. And they play pretty good defense tonight. Anthony Davis goes 6 for 15, 17 points, 9 rebounds. LeBron James, he had 9 points going into the fourth. You know, he's LeBron James. He's going to take over. Whenever he's ready, he's going to take over. Transcending talent, just a phenomenal player. I don't have to tell you guys about LeBron. You know how he is. You know what he can do. He showed it tonight. Whenever it was time to win, he turned it on. Dennis Schroeder, 30% from the field, 4 for 13. He only had 11 points. 
Kyle Kuzma started off on fire in the first and then went ice cold. He made three shots in the first quarter. And then, um, yeah, he was like one for eight after that. So they've done some great things on the defensive end. They've been working. They've been talking, rotating, doing good stuff. Anthony Davis cooked the Grizzlies last year, just torched them. There were not a whole lot of whistles in this game. They didn't call a ton of fouls. Let's see. The the Lakers shot 19 free throws, and the Grizzlies – give me just a second here. i got to find it. I don't have it ready. Grizzlies shot eight. So 27 combined free throws between the two teams. I know there was one game last year where Anthony Davis shot like almost 20 himself, or it may have been. It was – I, I don't know. It was a ton. He was living at the free throw line for sure. Grizzlies do a better job tonight. I was not convinced that JV guarding Anthony Davis was the way to go. But looks like it worked out okay. Wasn't bad. You know, it didn't didn't result in a win for the Grizzlies. But, like I said, going into these games with the guys that you're missing – the Lakers are the defending champions. They got better in the offseason. You don't I, I don't expect a win. If we get one of these two, I'm gonna be surprised. We've got it, you know, obviously Tuesday's the only one that we got left. So maybe, maybe they can put that together. I don't look for LeBron James to rest or Anthony Davis because they're not traveling. They're here in Memphis tonight. They'll stay in Memphis Sunday, Monday, and then they play the game Tuesday night. So that he's going to be rested. I'm sure that they'll have practice or whatever. So, but but I don't think that we're going to see anybody rest moving into this Tuesday night game. Question is, who's going to be healthy for the Grizzlies? Are we going to get to see DeAnthony Melton? And why did we not see DeAnthony Melton tonight? Blows my mind. It blows my mind. We're heading into Tuesday's matchup. Grizzlies two and four. Another tough matchup against the Lakers. I'm not really looking forward to it, to be honest with you. I'm just not. I don't know that the Grizzlies have enough to be able to beat this Lakers team with everybody that's out. De'Anthony Melton coming back could give you a little bit of a spark. But you need offense, and De'Anthony Melton is not that guy. Tyus Jones had a great night offensively tonight. Tyus Jones had 14 points. He led the team in scoring at half. You know, Tyus is just doing – he's doing Tyus things. He's not – he's taking care of the ball. He's not turning it over. 14 points, five rebounds, three assists for Tyus. Doing good. But you need somebody to step up on the offensive end. Dylan Brooks had an off night. Maybe if he turns it on. Things have got to go right in order for the Grizzlies to beat the Lakers. They have to execute. They have to continue to play good defense. That's one. They have to. They've got to rebound, and they have to limit their turnovers. And those those things sound so simple, right? You know, good defense. Eh, you're an NBA-level player. If you put your mind to it, you should be able to play good defense. Rebounding, that's a tall order. Montrez Harrell, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, all of these guys can rebound. You got JV, JV holding his own in there. JV got, uh, he pulled down 10 tonight. Going to keep watching that six straight double-doubles. Man, I think that Sharif Abdul-Rahim 
may have the franchise record for most consecutive double-doubles to start the season. I think that's nine. I'll have that ready on Tuesday. Isaac's going to come back. He's going to join me on Tuesday. And I'll have that ready. See, like the the to start off the season, the most consecutive double doubles. I'm pretty sure it's Sharif Durahim with nine. I'm gonna look that up. So I've got that ready for you. Time to talk about our sponsors here at Hootball. You guys know about Manscaped. You know what they do. We talk to you about them. Manscaped right now. They're running a special. You go over to Manscaped. You get the lawnmower 3.0. Or any of their products, you use the promo code Hootball20, you're getting 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped engineers have worked on the skin safe technology and they've narrowed it down, they've perfected it. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best of the best. Go over to manscaped.com, use the promo code Hootball20, get your 20% off and free shipping, and take care of yourselves, gentlemen. Another sponsor, MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the best online sportsbook out there. More lines, better odds for the players than any other sportsbook. It's easy. You bet, you win, you get paid. You go over to MyBookie.ag, you get signed up, you use our promo code HOOPBALL, let them know we sent you, and they're going to hook you up. They're going to match your deposit. Easy stuff. You, you, if you're an online better and you're using a different sports book, you're doing it wrong. MyBookie.ag is the website. The promo code is HOOPBALL. You like parlay bets? Get over there. Parlay wager. Bet little, win big. Again, MyBookie.ag, their motto simple. You bet, you win, you get paid. Go check it out. Promo code HOOPBALL over there. MyBookie.ag. Promo code HOOPBALL. Get your deposit match. I'm going to cut out on this one, guys. I'm going to roll out of here. There's not much to talk about in this game. There there were some good things. Dylan did not shoot the ball well. There, there were plenty of bad things that I could sit here and harp on. I could knock on Brandon going four for ten from the field and be freaking out about him, but I'm not. I'm not freaking out about him or anything right now because the Grizzlies are not healthy. We know that. We know that. So there's going to be struggles no telling how long, you know, like we're three to five weeks on Ja. He was out there putting up shots before the game. Putting up shots is a whole lot different than moving laterally on a sprang angle. So, still think he's away, away from being out there. You know, it's you see him out there putting up shots, and it's like, oh, he's going to be back in a week. Nah, nope, don't think so. He's not going to be back in a week. Because he can get up there, or he can get out there and he can put up shots and not put a whole lot of pressure on that ankle. But he goes to cutting, jumping, you know, playing defense, sliding his feet. Big, big difference. Big difference. So we're still a little ways away from Ja. We don't have a solid date for Justice or Jaron. It was speculated that Justice will be back before Jaron. Some websites are, are estimating January 21st. I've heard some people say January 18th for Jaron. We're not far. We're not. We're, we're 15 days from January 18th. So does that mean Justice is back in the next week? Don't know. I know that we need him. We need some help because the Grizzlies are struggling right now. I'm going to get out of here. You can find the show at HootballGrizz on Twitter. I'm at DWell2111. Hit us up. Get over to hoop-ball.com. 
get signed up for the fantasy pass or the wager pass or hoopball 360 dfs pass whatever you want to do get over there get signed up for it get in on this hoopball discord you will not regret it even minus everything else that we have at hoopball the hoopball discord is worth the price of admission if you're a betting guy if you like dfs if you're a fantasy basketball guy hoop-ball.com get signed up for one of those fantasy passes 499 dfs passes 299 Hoopball 360 is $12.99. That gets you everything. Gets you into the Discord and gives you access to pros basically around the clock. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, go This has been a Hoopball presentation.